Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by Trinity, women's hockey player, Anne Lavia. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Anne, and how's everything going? Uh, not too bad. You know, the season's going well, school's going well, so I'm just really happy. Right. Yeah. And obviously, doing research on yourself, you guys start off your season in about a month. So how excited are you for the new season to begin, and what are your goals and expectations for it? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm very excited. Uh, we have our first official practice on Saturday. So psyched to get into that. Um, so our, so yes, our season starts in a month. It's a, it's going to be hard, I should say, because the team we start playing against is Middlebury. So of course they're number one in our, um, and like NESCAC league. So we're a little bit nervous, but, um, I think our team looks really great. I have such high hopes. Um, great team overall and I expect really good things yeah and you obviously answered my uh next question but has your team started practicing yet and if so I guess what are your thoughts on some of the new players that your team has and just what the team looks like overall um well yeah so I pretty much said that but uh we've been doing captain's practices I'm sure like most other teams in college and um I mean first of all Kids are great. They're, they're so fun. They're so nice. I mean, having a good attitude and good personality and good mindset about things always helps a little bit, but they are great players as well. So overall, like I said, just very, very excited to start the season because I, I really do have high hopes for our team. And obviously it must be weird for yourself to now be like an upperclassman. Uh, it's sort of weird how time has flown by since uh, you started college. So uh, what type of leadership are you trying to bring to the team? Are you a vocal leader, lead by example type of player? Um, have you really even thought about that? I mean, I have thought about that. I always want to be a leader in any situation. Um, you know, some people honestly are just more built for it, for sure. You just have natural leaders. I have to work a little for it. But um, I like to say that I lead by example. That's my sort of thing. Um, I mean, I, I'm verbal when I can be, but I do have captains and that's not my job. So I don't want to step on any toes, but I'm a cap. I'm a, I'm a leader in my own way on the team, just like everyone else's. Now talk a little bit about your off season. What was that like for yourself and what was like the biggest improvement you made to your game uh, so far? Wow. Okay. Uh, off season was, is a little tough for me because um, of where I live. Uh, ice is kind of hard to get. So luckily I had a gym this year. Uh, it was sort of not a thing because of COVID for a couple of years, but Oh, cardio, I think was my big, biggest improvement uh, that I made to my game. And I don't know how to put it. I just, you, I came back on the ice and I felt better. I just feel more responsive. I think I just took care, better care of myself and I'm starting to see sort of the results of that. Yeah. Talk a little bit about like where you stay in, um, in during the off season, because it says that you're from Ontario, Canada, but doing research on your elite prospect page, it says that, you know, your nationality is Singapore. So I'm curious, like how, if, if you live in Singapore or, if that has anything to do with your off season by any chance, because it seems I, I, it's kind of weird to think that Ontario might not have a hockey rink uh, during the summer. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So how it starts. Um, I was born in Richmond Hill, Ontario. So just outside of Toronto, I lived there till I was about 11 was playing hockey. I think, you know, for my age at the time I was doing very well. I, was ex I think I was expected to do really great things. And my dad got a job in Singapore so we all moved to Singapore in 2011. I stayed there for about four and a half years. I did also lose four and a half years of development. 
So that was a little bit tough on me, but my love for hockey never changed. So when I got the opportunity, um, you know, four years later, um, I, in the summer, I went to summer camp. I got the opportunity to come and play hockey for the Canadian International Hockey Academy. We call it CIHA. So that was really great. Of course, it was a hard thing to do to leave my parents and my brother and, you know, be independent at 15, 16 years old. Um, but it's something I was really happy about. And then, uh, you know, I was there for half a year and then I ended up going to the Ontario Hockey Academy, which I'm sure you know. Um, and I was there for four years. And you know what? It was it was a tough time being there. I mean, obviously, you know, you're playing hockey, working out all the time. Yeah, you're doing school. You know, it's, it's a lot. But um, it was a great experience. I made a lot of good friends. And I mean, I ended up at Trinity at my school of choice now. So I like I said, I'm very happy. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, was there another thing I think about the uh, my off-season training in relation to that? Uh, no, I was just curious if like you live in Singapore still or is it are you now like re currently residing in Ontario? And does that, I guess, talk about the challenges I guess you face living in Singapore, if that's the case, uh, trying to train for hockey? Because especially with the, the way things go now with the pandemic, that must be really difficult. Yeah. Um, so I don't live in Singapore. My parents still do. My brother yeah. does Singapore. He's now in university. So I stay at my cottage in a small town called Bancroft, Ontario. Um, I guess it makes my off season a little bit more tough uh, just because it's a small town. You know, uh, it's I'm pretty far away from a lot of things. So uh, like an ice rink, it's pretty tough to get some ice around there especially during the summer. And uh, like I said, the gym because of COVID was shut down. So I just had to stick to at home workouts. So that was a bit tough for my freshman and sophomore year, but I was really able to, you know, get into it this summer uh, with the new gym opening up and just busted my butt off. And yeah, so I was able to sort of come back looking good. Yeah. So I'm a New England area. That's where I'm from. And, you know, I'm used to things being very close by. So it's definitely got to be an adjustment for someone like me to sort of uh, go somewhere where you know not not have the ability I guess to go to a rink that's close by just because so I guess I think that's definitely something that a lot of people don't realize is just how tough things can be but uh, kudos to you for kind of making it all work and I think what's the difference I guess do you notice different results doing at home workouts versus like doing working out in the gym like talking to other players it seems like it's more like body weight based than like weight based so I'm curious if you feel like you get more benefits from at-home workouts than you do from at the gym because a lot of the times, I guess, you know, pliability with the muscles is kind of what prevents injuries. So I feel like there's some benefits you can get from at-home workouts than versus doing stuff at the gym. But I know some people do prefer the gym than at home. So personally, I, I prefer the gym just because um, I can, once I step foot in the gym, I'll, I'll be there for hours. I love the gym. I can grind. I work hard. At home, it's a little tougher because you really need to be disciplined and have like that mindset. If you want to get better, you got to make sure you do it yourself because it really all comes down to you. And um, so, I mean, at home workouts is more about maintaining yourself. I feel it's kind of hard to improve yourself. You can in certain ways, like, you know, mobility and whatnot, but strength wise, obviously the gym is the best place to go. And Personally, I'm, I'm no like super skilled superstar. So I'm a big body on the ice. I'm a defender. I like to use my body. So for me, it's all about strength. Therefore I love going to the gym. Yeah, absolutely. 
Now, kind of diving more into the beginning of your hockey career. So did you have a favorite player growing up? And if so, who might have that been? Hey, now that's a hard question. Just because I lived in Singapore and hockey is kind of hard to get down there. Um, oh, gosh. Um, I don't really think I had a childhood hockey, like, you know, star that I really looked up to, if I'm being completely honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really do like Mitch Marner. I mean, he's he's not a defenseman, but I really like how creative he is. You know, he's he's a goal scorer, but he also makes plays happen. So I just really appreciate that kind of player, and hopefully that's someone I can become in the future. Well, I don't know if you've been reading recently, but he might be a defenseman. They've been using him as a defenseman in practice uh, for like a different power play scheme. So um, so it might, might, it might work out for you. You might be able to see him as a defenseman sometime. Awesome. Now, you're, obviously, you said you moved to Singapore when you were 11 years old. Um, I guess you said how it hurt your development since you couldn't play hockey uh, for four years. So I guess talk about the challenges regarding that, like not being able to play hockey for four years and then kind of coming back to it and uh, how that all worked out for yourself. Well, I can remember that quite vividly, actually. Um, so, I mean, there was some hockey in Singapore. I was able to you know, get on the ice for about two days a week. One was sort of skills, I guess you could say. And the other uh, practice was a scrimmage. Like I said, it doesn't really, it didn't really help. It's something that, you know, we practiced on. I didn't get that consistent. We weren't that competitive either. So I I just, I really think it was, you know, with time and without the proper training, I just sort of declined and coming back to Canada, it was, it was definitely a wake up call to say the least. Um, It was, it was a shock to see how much of a difference there was. Um, yeah, I was in shock, but at the same time, I guess I used it as motivation. You know, I was, I was behind everyone, but like, I wasn't going to let that get me down. So I just really, like I said, I bust my ass off and that's what I try to do. Yeah. There was a Derek Jeter quote one time where he was like, someone might be more talented than you are, but that doesn't give you an excuse to not work harder than that person. So that's definitely a quote I like to live by. So I feel like you do as well, based on your experience, uh, just talking with you as of right now. That's exactly, I like to go by that every day if I can. Now, what is the hockey like in Singapore? Because I don't, I didn't think there was any, to be honest with you. And the only thing I know about Singapore was like, there's a, you can't chew gum there. Is That's like a law. I, I don't know if that's true or not. If that's just like a um, fairy tale. So that's funny. Everyone brings that up to me when they ask me about Singapore. Um, so thing about gum is you're not allowed to like spit it out on the ground. That's like polluting and Singapore is very clean. So if you're caught doing that, you will get fined. You will get fined hundred percent, but um, you're allowed to bring it into the country and use it for your own consumption. You are not allowed to sell it. Um, but other than that, yeah. So it's not illegal, but you can get in trouble if you don't throw it away properly. Yeah. Now, obviously, before college hockey, um, you played for the Ontario Hockey Academy. Uh, how did you get the opportunity to go there? Um, so when I was at CIHA, uh, the program abruptly sort of was like stopped. Um, I'm not sure why. I just I don't think there is funding. And I think they decided to focus more on the guys side of hockey. Um, but I was able to get a recommendation from the head coach. Uh, who brought me there and I was able to use that to sort of you know talk to OHA and uh, and then and Stan said college as well to see you know what fit my vibe better 
Um, and that's kind of how I got into OHAs. They were like, oh, well, someone thinks she has potential, I guess. And that's when they were like, okay, we'll take her. So yeah, that's how I ended up there. And I sort of just thought of this question now, but I want to backtrack a little bit. How did you, what made you made the decision to go back to Canada and play hockey uh, with that academy? Was it like something you've just begged your parents to do, or was it sort of just something that led to that decision? So, okay. So hockey has always been something I enjoy. I love it. So every time I go back in the summer uh, from Singapore, uh, I would try to go to hockey camps. And one of them was at CIHA and I I, I guess I, I had talent or something because um, the head coach there saw me and came down to talk to me and my dad and said, well, we have a spot for you here if you would you would like to. And I thought really hard about it. And since I loved hockey and it was something I wanted to pursue, you know, especially like at college level, I said yes. And that's how I ended up back in Canada. Now talk about your experience with Ontario Hockey Academy and let's take the best memory you have with that program. Um, well, I just, how that's, how do I put it? I think I just had a really good time with my teammates. I mean, it was, I think OHA was a little bit of a rough patch for me personally. Um, a lot of people have had great experiences. I would rather say that I didn't. Um, but at the same time, it helped me grow as a person, as, as a player. So I, I can't really say anything because it got me where I am. Um, and I think my favorite memory is uh, winning the championship with my team when we were in, oh gosh, where is, ah, where is that famous, oh my God, this is so bad as a hockey player, I should know this, uh, Miracle on Ice, where, wherever that took place, I played in that arena. And we won a championship there, so that was fun. That's fun. that's awesome. Yeah. What 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 was what was there any reason why the experience what you view as negative, um, or was it just I don't know, just like a tough period in your time, just being away from home and things like that? I think it was just a tough period of time for myself. I think I was growing into the person I am now, so I feel like it was a little bit just tough for me to sort of get along with people, make new friends. I feel like I was a bit more shy then. So it kind of made my experience a little tougher. Um, and hockey, I mean, they like to play, they, they want to win. And I think at my level, I wasn't super skilled. Like I said, I was someone who just works hard. Um, and I feel like just because of that, I didn't play as much as I would have hoped to. Um, and I think that's why I got a little bit upset about my whole situation there. But I, like at the end of the day, overall, I really did have a good time and I really just grew as a person. And without them, I would, I really would not be the person I am today. So in a way I, I really do have to thank them. Now talk a little bit how that experience helped prepare you for college hockey with Trinity. Um, because obviously I feel like in some ways it may have taught you to, I guess, like find ways to uh, be closer with your teammates now and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just curious, like how that experience helped prepare you for where you are today. Well, okay. So academically it did because we had to be up at 7 a.m. You know, or maybe earlier we had 7.20 class and it was just a long day. We did not finish from 7 a.m. in the morning till 7 p.m. at night and then study hall. So in that sense, it got us ready uh, academically, I'd like to say. And Physically, like I said, we, we worked out every day, so it was great. Um, and that's kind of what got us sort of ready. I mean, I don't think anyone can get you completely ready for like college 
if I'm being honest, you know, yeah. it's never going to be the, you know, you can't really formulate the same sort of situation in a high school. Like it doesn't work that way in my opinion, but yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like your Jack Eichel or someone like that, it's usually pretty difficult uh, to kind of step into college hockey and just dominate. So um, and one thing I do want to ask you, because it says in your bio that you were the Val Victorian. So that's pretty cool. Um, how'd you like, I'm, so I'm, I'm very interested in people who are really good in academics because I think it's such a hard thing to do. And I really admire people like that because I think people don't understand the hard work that takes behind the scenes to be, have a lot of achievements academically. So, um, how did you like balance your hockey and school life and make that happen? Cause that's really cool. Thank you. Um, and you know what? It, it was tough. It wasn't easy. That's for sure. But uh, for me, academics has always um, been a priority. Uh, my dad used to use it as a threat to bring me back to Singapore unless I got A's in all my class. So uh, that's kind of where I was, you know, I just was like, oh God, I don't, I don't want to leave. I love hockey. I want to be here. So I, uh, I really just worked my butt off and I try to pay attention. That's the biggest thing you can take notes as long as you pay attention in class and pretty much set, honestly, just that's, I don't know. That was my opinion on that. Uh, and I hate losing. I really hate losing or getting bad marks or losing to other people. So when in class, if I wasn't, you know, the highest mark that just kind of grinded my gears. So I just worked a little bit harder to, you know, be the best I could be. And I guess it paid off because they chose me to be their valedictorian, which was terrifying, by the way. I was so nervous, but it was a great experience. Very happy. Good speech though, overall, would you say? I I, I hope so. I <laughs> So my grandfather said it was good. So I'll take his word on that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I think that's so cool because math, I can pay attention to that and I would still never understand some of the subject matter. So there's certain subjects where I can pay attention. I just don't get it whatsoever. But luckily I I'm done with my math experience. I found a way to pass. So that's all that counts for me. So I was happy about that. That's like the best academic achievement that I've ever, I've ever had. But I feel that thank God. Math is done. <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Now talk about your recruitment process to Trinity and what made that the school for you. So this is, it's actually quite funny. Um, I was talking to Yale before going to Trinity. I mean, I was probably going to be a bench warmer until, you know, maybe my junior, senior year, you know, you got to work for your spot. Um, and my academics, like my SATs, because, you know, SATs are a big thing here in the States. It's not in Canada. I didn't want to go to a school in the States. It was, I was like, no, I want to stay at home in Canada. And so every time I took the SATs, I just, I never really, I never really put much effort into them. So if I got a couple more points, I would have gone to Yale, but I didn't. And since um, Mark, the head coach of Yale, knew the head coach here at Trinity, Keith, um, he sent over, he, you know, emailed him and said, Hey, I have this kid. I think she's great. I think you should take her. And I guess that's what happened. He took me and I was very happy about it. That's very awesome. Yeah. And don't worry about the SAT. I think it doesn't really accurately reflect someone's academic score. So I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll defend you on that. Okay. Well, thank you. Needed that. Now <laughs> your, your freshman year, you didn't play because of COVID. Um, so how did you like handle that season of filling the void of not playing hockey? Because other a lot of other teams did play on um, that season so it must have been tough for you as an athlete to see other teams play and you weren't able to do that yeah it, it was tough I, we didn't have a season we did get some like um 
scrimmages idea kind of games in exhibition, if you will. Um, and it was just, it was tough because I came in, you know, really wanting to play, but at the same time, freshman year was a blur because of COVID. It just, it, it sucked. And I, and I wish in a way that I maybe should have saved that year and, and come like came my sophomore year. So I would have been a freshman my sophomore year, just so I, you know, I got four full, sorry, four full years of full on hockey, but it is what it is. And we just on like off ice grinded and came back the next year. We did pretty well. And yeah. Yeah. Became a zoom academic weapon, which is very tough to do. <laughs> zoom, zoom, like, Oh, zoom sucks. If I'm being honest, that was tough. I didn't mind it because like you could just wake up and go to class. But the only thing that I hate about was the breakout rooms that every professor loved to put you in because no one would talk to each other. So it'd be like super awkward being in those. I just, I, Zoom is where I find it really hard to focus because there's so mm -hmm. many distractions. You know, when you're in class, you kind of need to put your phone away, right? You don't want your teacher seeing that. But on Zoom, I can just I can just do this. I could be on my phone right now. And no one yeah. Knows. Yeah. So no. I get it. I feel like I've done a lot better in school since um, it's been back in person. So I, I, I get with you on that. Now, I guess talk about your conference that you play in, because a lot of our listeners probably might not know about D3 hockey and specifically the conference you play in, but it's pretty good. Obviously, you mentioned that Middlebury is in it and they are the recent national champions. So uh, it must be a very tough conference to play in. Um, it is hard. It's really hard. It's a lot harder than and, you know, it's it's a lot better hockey than I think a lot of people think it is. And so, you know, yeah, it's not division one, but we work hard. We play against really good teams. It's really tough. It's really tough, especially playing really good schools like Colby and Middlebury. Those are my top two that I really am like, oh, those were hard. Those were good games. Um, but like, I don't know what else to say other than it is good hockey. So, I mean, just because we're division three, don't, I guess, don't look down on us would be the best way to put it. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, we really do work hard. So, yeah. I don't think a lot of people realize how hard it is to make Division Three athletics. Like, it's not like something like, oh, like, you can just, like, sort of, like, find a way to get on a team. Like, it's very difficult, especially in hockey, because there's so many, there's so, such few teams to be had. So, roster spots are hard to come by. Exactly. And uh, just recently, we were talking about how only 5% of high school students actually end up in the position that we're in. So, you know, I mean, that should be saying something, right? Absolutely. What's the best barn in your conference? Is it your, obviously you're going to say your, your, your barn, but is there any cool ones that you get to play in? Okay. So we didn't get to do a lot of traveling just because of COVID and we only played one year and most of the teams came to us. Uh, so this year we're going to be going a couple of places. So um, I, gosh, what was the coolest barn we went to? Um, yikes, I am blanking. I honestly, none of them stick out to me, but I know the Middlebury one apparently is really nice. So I'm looking forward to that one. Is that the game you're looking forward to the most? Because it's the first game against the Natty Champs, looking to pull off the upset and then head home. <laughs> I know it, you know it. That's the whole point. Our field hockey team here just finally beat them and that just tore their streak. They had a like four years straight wins. So really happy about that. Hopefully we're next. So I'm excited. Really Which What's your barn like? Is it old school or is it sort of like a newer one? Um, I mean, it's it's kind of, I don't want to say it's super new, but um, 
it's small. It's small. It's not very big. We only have si- like stands on one side, you know, no jumbotron. I wish typical we could. mass. Yeah. yeah. Typical, typical. And I mean, we are in Hartford, um, like downtown Hartford, Connecticut. So not a lot of space to make a ginormous rink, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's you okay. It I like it. Yeah. Has character. That's what you're looking for with a rink like that. So Exactly. Exactly. I really wish we did have a room where we had a net so I could practice shooting. That would be, that would have been sick, but we're working on that. You can just do it in the visiting locker room when teams aren't there. Exactly. Exactly. Trash three rooms. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was your sophomore year like though? Like what'd you take away from your first year of college hockey and playing college hockey? Oh, okay. So my sophomore year was a really big year for me. Um, I, like I said, I think that's when I really realized I wanted to be a really good player. I wanted to be the best. I wanted to really show people because I feel like I've been put down a lot in my lifetime playing hockey. You know, everyone's like, oh, you're not good enough. You never, you'll never play division three. Well, look at me now. But so I just really went from being second, third line. And I worked, I really did work my butt off. I'm honestly, I'm good pat myself on the back. I'm really proud of myself, but I worked my way up to first line and yeah, it was, it was a great year. I was really happy. I was playing, I was playing hard. Um, and I think this year, I think I'm, I'm going to be better. I think I'm going to be better. I'm going to perform better. So, yeah. Are you trying to put more points on the board, try to be more of an offensive defenseman? Yes. And that comes with confidence. That's something, I mean, I feel like most players struggle with obviously more mm-hmm. so players, but um, yes. And I, it is something I've been really trying to work on because I mean, you need a defensive defenseman. I want to be someone who can help the teams in other ways than just being defensive. So yeah, that is hopefully what I can do is be a defensive defenseman this year. And obviously I feel like when you just shoot the puck at the net, it usually hits something and finds way in sometimes. So exactly. that's sometimes it's puck puck. <laughs> I feel like. Yep, exactly. I mean, it is all luck. It really is. Yeah. Well, how do you balance, I guess, academics and hockey in college? Is it different than high school? Yes. um, I guess the first two years are a little tough. I mean, you have, you know, they're the, all the random sort of stuff, right? You're taking all that like math and Mm -hmm. social sciences, humanities. So it's just, I think it's easier now as a junior and it will be as a senior as well, just because we get to pick our classes and it's a lot more of a schedule we get to pick for ourselves. Therefore I can better sort of like hold myself together. If you know what I mean? Um, I pick everything. So it sort of works out and it really is just about keep like being on top of yourself because trust me, no one, you really don't want your academics to drop. That'll kick you out of, practicing easy like just like that so stay on top of yourself yeah I think the biggest thing that people don't realize about um, college athletes is I think you have to have a certain grade to be able to play and practice so I think people just assume that like when they think of athletes like oh they just skip class they don't care but in reality that's the complete opposite it's much harder to be an athlete because you have to learn how to balance both your sport and academics and you have to find a way to be good enough in academics to play so I think that's some, that's always a narrative that I ve- don't like very much because I think it's untrue at like in so many ways. I completely agree with you. Yep. Now, what's the best part about being a Trinity women's hockey player? My teammates. I love my teammates. This has been the best group of people I've had the privilege of working with and just being friends with. Um, 
supporting them, them supporting me. So I think that's the best thing, you know, that was, I couldn't have asked for anything better if I'm being honest. Now, do you want to do a segment I like to call the non-hockey segments, just so people can get to know you a little bit more and some of your teammates? Of course. Shoot. Now, the Bruins just released their new third jersey. They're bringing back the Pooh Bear. I think it looks awesome. I'm super excited for it. So I have to ask, what's like your favorite old school uh, hockey jersey? I was just looking at these today. Um, you know what? I like the Rangers. I'm not like the, the retro, like, or was it? The reverse retro jerseys is what they are. I don't are. know. They, they, they're, they, I feel like they're the same name, but they just switched it up. Like it was reverse retro last year. Now it's retro reverse this year. I don't know, but okay. I just know. Like I, I, I find it cool. Um, I really, I really liked. Uh, yeah, I would like the New York jerseys, and I kind of like the Seattle ones too because I think they glow in the dark, which is pretty mm-hmm. funky. Um, or Vegas was it? Um, anyways, but I'm, I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. I don't know that you're kind of having a rough spot, but like I. I'm from Toronto. What can I say? So I, I'm biased. I do like the Leafs jersey the best. The Leafs jersey looks exactly the same though as the other alternates. So that's why I can't like choose that one. I'm not trying to be biased or anything. If it's a good jersey, it's a good jersey. So like I th- Detroit has one of the best jerseys in the NHL, but their retro reverse this year was terrible. So I feel like um, I, I like to say I'm pretty bi- uh, not biased in regards to the, these new jerseys that come out. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I I don't want to be biased, but it's just I just in me, man. It it does look the exact same for the Leafs jersey, but like I said, I do like the New York jersey or like yeah. the, do you the Bruins one. I think it's cool. I'm sorry. I, you know what? The Bruins are cool. You know, <laughs> they're a really good team. I mean, I don't like them because they kick their ass all the time. So, but you know what? They're a great team, and I do like the jerseys a lot. So I I can't can't crap on them for that. You can't blame the Bruins for Toronto's game seven struggles. That's Toronto, not the Bruins. I'm just, I have to have to be on you on that because I don't know how you blow a four goal lead, but you know what? It's one of the best hockey memories I've ever had as a kid. I remember jumping around the basement when Bergeron scored that goal. So (laughs) for you, I was crying. (laughs) Anyways. Who is the funniest teammate that you have at Trinity? Oh, you know what? I really, I think Claire Kennedy is the funniest. She's just witty. She's just got something to say and it's funny all the time. So I, I really like Claire for her jokes. They're really good. Yeah. Who has the best style on the team? Oh, Besides yourself, obviously. I, I don't know. The bubble scares me. I can't tell if it's good or bad. But um, Scully, um, Olive Skull or Jenny Guider. She's great. Um, I like both their styles. I think they look really good on the ice. They look like big just like jenny's a pretty like small gal but she looks big and mm-hmm. i like that about her and she, she looks good on the ice so, I, yeah. I was a bubble guy too I, I like it personally because i feel like it's easier with your peripheral vision so uh, I'm, I'm all in for the bubble so don't worry about that yeah i just sometimes it fogs up on me and that just yeah crap out of me but other than that it's great Love do it. you guys do like uh pre-game outfits before the game or is it more just um and who who, who shows up to the best of the rank for that <laughs> I'm going to be biased. I want to say me because I, I love putting together game day outfits. It's great. It's so fun. But Scully, Scully's got really good outfits too. So she's, I mean, if I had to pick someone else, definitely Scully. Definitely. Yeah. But we only dress up for home games usually just because we're on a bus for like six, you know, five, six hours. And no one wants to be in, you know, full up dressed up and in a bus for five hours. So 
I'm jealous of you women's hockey players because you guys have more freedom to wear what you want, where it's for us, it's more just like suits and that's it. But I think the suit look is a classic. You can't go wrong with it. So I feel like if you're a women's player, if you mess up, like it's more easily noticed. Exactly. It, it is. Um, I mean, we do look good. We look formal, you know, it's nothing. Yeah. It's, it, you know, but I mean, I like wearing suits sometimes. So I'll, I'll pull up in the suit. Awesome. I, I you know what, if next home game, we got to see that because we yeah. in college hockey talk to, um, pregame outfits of the week so i kind of want you to be considered for one of those so i think that'd be kind of dope if you pulled up in a suit for a game for sure i'll i'll take so many pictures don't worry awesome awesome well uh net one more or i guess two more non-hockey questions one is if you could have lunch with anyone in the world who would it be and why oh my god um who would i have lunch with i would have lunch with i would have lunch with Austin Matthews. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's a great player and he's like he's really good, but I just want to I want to learn a little bit about him and his perspective on things because I feel like I could take that and put it into my game. I feel like you two can relate on growing up in interesting places because he's from Arizona playing hockey. You played in Singapore in hockey. So I think that would be a cool connection that you two might have. Exactly. There we go. I'll probably pick Wayne Gretzky because I would love to hear just like his old school hockey stories. I think he's a very interesting guy. That would be that would be freaking awesome. I like that. <laughs> Do you have any shout outs you want to give uh, to any of your teammates, family members or friends? Yeah, I they mean, might be listening. I will. Obviously, I want to give a shout out to all my teammates. Like, let's go, guys. We got this, um, especially the eight that I live with. They're awesome. And I mean, I want to give a shout out to my parents without them and being supportive. I really I wouldn't be here today. So really happy about that. Um, Shout out to my boyfriend. He's great. Um, awesome. Very supportive. You know, just, he makes my life happy here when, you know, sometimes it can get you down. So definitely got to give a shout out to him. And yeah. I guess one more question I want to ask you is do you anything, do you want to promote anything? Um, do you have anything you want to talk about for your team? Like uh, the floor is all yours. You can talk about whatever you want. So I don't really know what, like about much that's going on, but you know, um, get into D3 hockey. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's good stuff. So, uh, I mean, hopefully you guys will watch us play, you know, Middlebury. That, those will be really fun games. Hopefully we uh, give them something to fight for. So yeah, that, that's all, that's all I really got. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And for coming on the pod, I, I really do appreciate your time. It means a lot to myself and um, I'm, whole, I'm the goal for this podcast is obviously I like having players from everywhere on. And I felt like I was lacking on having division three players on. So hopefully this podcast will promote division three hockey and promote your team. So I really appreciate you taking time and doing that for me. It means a lot. Of course, of course. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. See that you don't